This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get it. The Birch Show. All right, we call it follow-up Thursday because there are some things on the Birch Show, some storylines that frankly we just kind of forget about. And you're like, hey Birch Show, do you remember the blank? Can you blank any blank on the blank and give me an update? So um this one comes from Araminta Williams, who I think is really good about yeah. reminding us of stuff. She hey is. Birch Show. Uh, can we get a follow-up uh, Thursday on the girl who was being taken out on dates like 30 to 40 minutes away? The guy insisted that there were no good restaurants nearby, even though there were plenty of restaurants in their area. Uh, when Elena finally got them to a place closer, she noticed her date was very uncomfortable. So whatever happened, I kind of remember this. All right, so this happened just a couple months ago. Elena was dating a guy who lived less than 10 minutes from her, but every time he wanted to go out, he would pick places that were over an hour away. She thought it was so odd, so we suggested she make a reservation at a place close to them. He agreed to go. But last minute, he backed out because he wasn't feeling good. We all agreed it was super shady. The next time he asked her out, she doubled down and recommended a restaurant near them. He claimed they were booked, but she called herself and found out he was lying. Backed into a corner, he agreed to go to the restaurant on their side of town. But during the date, he made no physical contact and seemed anxious. Last we heard, she was considering confronting him about a strange behavior. Did she ever figure out why he was being so strange? I even forgot they actually went on a date somewhere nearby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, Abby has the email update. Hey, Bert Show. Yes, I'm still seeing him. I had finally decided to have an open and honest conversation with him about the pattern of always going to places far away. Well, I was right. He was trying to hide me and be secretive about dating me. However, it was actually for reasons that show he's a good person. The reason behind it wasn't what I expected. He wasn't hiding a second life or some other relationship. He really and truly was single. However, he and his ex had not yet told other people that they were broken up. Mm -hmm. His ex had a lot going on in her world and with her family. At her request, he kept quiet about the breakup for a couple of months. He eventually did go public with the fact that he and his ex broke up. After that, he did take me to a few restaurants just to make sure I knew that he liked me and had nothing to hide. However, we are now back to places further away. Mostly now because he wants to move a little further out and get a fresh start. And he wants to start any new relationship in a part of town that doesn't remind him of the last few years. So that is the update. Things are so far so good. That seems legit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I can't mad, at yeah, I'm not mad at that either. Sounds yeah. like a solid dude right here. Just uh, wanted to avoid the drama. 
I would hopefully co- um, hope that he comes around soon, though, because I don't want to keep having to drive three hours to get some steak. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, bro. All right, Abby, your hot take here on marathons. This one makes no sense to me. What? Why? Because I think it's more inspiring to go to the finish line of a marathon and be surrounded by people who are supporting the person that has been training for months to do a marathon. I think it's more inspiring than actually running the marathon. <laughs> now, am I biased here because I don't want to run a, ma- a marathon? Absolutely. So if you don't know my mom, which if you're listening, you probably don't know my mom. She is one of the fittest people I have ever met in my entire life. She is five foot two, a hundred pounds of just pure muscle. And she enjoys running marathons. So growing up, she would always take us to marathons. And I used to hate it because that means we would have to get up at like 5 Mm a.m. And we would have to stand around and wait at the finish line. And as I've got older and they don't like need to tote me and my brother around to marathons anymore, we stopped going. And it's only been in the last couple of years that I've actually attended her last few marathons. So we went to one about two years ago in California. That is one of the hardest marathons you can do. It's in Big Sur, California, and it's just nothing but hills. Mm. And she got to the end of that finish line and was so beat up by the end of it that she's like, I don't think I could ever do a marathon ever again, which is shocking to me because she, I've only ever known her as someone incredibly athletic. It has a lot of grit, doesn't like to be a victim. And so I was very surprised that she was just going to roll down and take it. So she was getting ready for another marathon that we went to um, this weekend. And I was surprised that she was even going through it because she just broke her leg a couple of months ago, was in the recovery process for that. And she was adamant that she was never going to run a marathon ever again. So when she called me up a couple weeks ago and said, hey, we're going to DC for this marathon. I was like, okay, you sure about this? But so she hasn't even been training for it. She, I mean, she runs every day mm-hmm. and she's been training, but she, up until like the week before, she was not even sure that she was going to run it. She's like, I'm not sure if my leg is recovered. I remember Big Sur a couple years ago and that was incredibly painful. I just do not know if I can handle it. A little badass. Uh, she, that's, she really is. Um, I'm like, I'm, I can't believe I'm related to her because I run two miles and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, I just didn't get the athletic gene. So we fly out to DC and this marathon was really special because it was the Marine Corps Marathon. Mm-hmm. You have to be sponsored by a member of the armed forces and it, it just takes a lot to get in and um, that was one of the reasons why she committed to doing it because she was like, I have I got a sponsor, I already paid, I might as well go. And you're running for a fallen soldier. And you're running for a fallen soldier on the back of her uh, runner, runner card. You know how they had the numbers on, mm-hmm. on their front? On the back of hers was a um, a fallen soldier. Mm -hmm. She literally met somebody who knew this guy who had passed away. So the entire time you're running, you're doing it for them. You get to mile 12. They have all the photos of these fallen soldiers um, lined up on the side so you can see their faces as you're running. It's just incredibly moving. So as my mom is running 26 miles, I'm on the side of a road of of a highway in D.C. somewhere trekking to get to the finish line because you can't Uber there because there's crowds. They've blocked off the roads. So I'm like hitchhiking and I'm like, I don't know how she's doing this 10 <laughs> times over because just doing the two and a half miles to get there was brutal. So the way, where the finish line was, it's at Arlington National Cemetery. It's right in front of the uh, Marine Corps Memorial. And I'm starting to walk by and I'm seeing people just crowding the last mile of this race. And it was so beautiful to see people cheering on um, people that they knew that were running the marathon. Everybody had made a big deal of this one special moment for them, but also seeing so many members of the military running this race. I mean, there were people with prosthetic legs running this race. One of the most moving things that I saw that like made me choke up when I got there is like 
the the um, finish line is at the top of a hill, and there's this one member of the armed services that was running the running the marathon, and they're literally hauling up somebody in a wheelchair up this hill. And I'm like, God, like this is so beautiful to witness that if I was running this race, sure, I might see them pass, but you're getting to see so many people make it to the end of this big moment. And so I'm standing at the end and we don't really have any connections to the military, but it was a big deal to see my mom cross the finish line. She really didn't think she was even going to get to run it. And I was the only person there for her. My dad was golfing somewhere. And my mom gets to the end and I'm watching all um, the people come to the the end of the finish line. And there's my mom hobbling over the finish line. And I'm just like, that's my mom. (laughs) I have to say, like, I'm sure it was a big deal to get to finish and feel good. But um, I was probably the most proud person there getting to witness it all happen. Um, When I I lived in D.C. for eight years, so I know the marathon that you're talking about. And that last hill everybody talks about is really, really beautiful because you've got the Lincoln Memorial at your back and you're going over. I can't remember the name of that bridge. Might be the Key Ridge. And you've been running for a fallen soldier, and right in front of you is Arlington Cemetery. Mm. So you could see all of the tombstones and graves that you've been running for. And it's a really inspirational couple of hours. I would suggest, even if you're not into running, you should witness it one night. I mean, you, you tend to forget the amount of people that have fallen for this country. And when you go to Arlington, woo, it'll hit you in the heart and the soul every single time. It was beautiful. Made me proud to be an American. <laughs> it's the Burt Show. Get it? The Burt Show.